This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, urging EPA to keep biofuel requirements intact. Learn more at fb.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The world's agricultural producers are falling behind in the race to feed a growing population. That's the conclusion of the 2021 Global Agricultural Productivity Report from Virginia Tech. The report says productivity is growing at an annual rate of 1.36%, short of the 1.73% needed to keep up with the rise in food demand between now and 2050. Productivity is actually falling in some low-income countries, but rising the fastest in middle-income countries like China and former Soviet republics. Phil Brasher has more in his story on agripulse.com. The biodiesel industry is keeping a close eye on a turbulent Capitol Hill situation. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. Biodiesel producers are closely watching Democrats negotiate top-line numbers for the reconciliation package. The $3.5 trillion package includes another extension of the biodiesel tax credit. National Biodiesel Board's Kurt Kavarik says a long-term extension of the dollar-per-gallon production credit is needed. We're pleased that Congress has recognized that. Both the House and the Senate have included tax policy that would incentivize the the additional uh, production and use of biodiesel. The House, their package that they've produced uh, would include a 10-year extension of the biodiesel tax credit, which would be enormously beneficial to our industry to send that signal for growth. That would that would really rejuvenate and energize the biodiesel industry and our feedstock providers. Kavarik sees future opportunities for biodiesel, renewable diesel, feedstock providers, and sustainable aviation fuel. If you look at where our fuel goes today, whether it's home heating, heavy-duty uh, truck transportation, uh, construction, farm equipment, locomotives, maritime, there's ample opportunities for a low-carbon fuel to have a place to decarbonize where uh, another technology is, is probably not going to be able to do that. If you, you, if you think about trying to electrify aviation or uh, locomotives or maritime, it's just not going to happen. And if it does happen, it, you know, it may be 30 or 40 or 50 years off. The tax credit expired at the end of 2017 and was extended through 2022. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. A new bill would fulfill a long-running request from the beef industry. South Dakota Republican Dusty Johnson introduced legislation today to create a beef industry contract library, a library similar to the one sought by the beef industry already functions in the pork sector. The bill is supported by a number of organizations, including the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. NCBA lobbyist Tanner Beamer says the library would arm producers with critical information about alternative marketing agreements. What the contract library would do is it would shed a little bit more light into that formula bucket. It would uh, publish a library of all the contracts that are available to producers from packers to purchase fed cattle. And so that will allow producers to go in and compare maybe their marketing agreement to that of other producers in their area and see if maybe they have the opportunity to uh, go into those negotiations from a better leverage position and, and maybe get some, some better deals themselves. The bill is one of several that has been offered in the wake of black swan events in the industry. The House Ag Committee is slated to mark up Johnson's bill tomorrow, leaving the path forward yet to be determined. 
Beamer says NCBA supports the bill, but also wants to see reauthorization of livestock mandatory reporting before the end of the year. If there were a situation where the Cattle Contract Library Act was trying to be attached to livestock mandatory reporting and, and that was this was not going to fly, we would have to take another look at that. Um, look, we want to see this. We want to see this pass. Uh, ultimately, even if it makes its way out of the House of Representatives, there's still quite a bit of work that needs to be done in the Senate before it can actually get enacted into law. And we're just going to kind of take it one step of a t- at a time. And that's why I say our, our main focus right now is on tomorrow's markup. And then after that, we'll see where it goes. There's more on the legislation in our story on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Since 2008, the use of ethanol and biodiesel has reduced greenhouse gas emissions by an average of 82 million metric tons each year. That's the equivalent of taking 18 million cars off the road. EPA should keep biofuel requirements intact. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.